Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles this evening to Matthew chapter 14 and the 30th verse. Matthew chapter 14 and the 30th verse, 3 0. Can uh, somebody read for me, please? Matthew chapter 14, verse 30. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to title this word, Keep Your Eyes on Jesus, or a subtitle, The Wind Will Cease. How many of you believe whatever kind of wind that you have faced in your life, what you are facing in your life, will cease in the name of Jesus. There are four simple things that I want to bring into your notice. If you want to call it four eyes. Four eyes in Matthew chapter 14. Number one, the Bible says, when you read the entire scriptures, the entire chapter, since I have lack of time, I'm not reading, but when you read the entire chapter, you will see, Jesus said, Jesus was walking over the waters. Peter said, if it is you, Lord, come. If it is you, Lord, ask me to come out. And Jesus said, come. If it is you, call me out. Call me out of the boat. And Jesus said, come. Number one, it was an impossible life that Jesus called him to step out, but he stepped out. It was impossible. The first time Jesus called him out to was to an impossible life. Something that looks impossible for a human, natural, intellectual thought. Jesus said, come and walk over the waters. It looks impossible. But he stepped out. The first point is, the Lord will always call you to step out into an impossible path, into an impossible life. Only then you need the Lord. If it is possible, you don't need Him. The very reason that Jesus is calling you out is you have to fully trust Him when you take that step of faith. He's calling you into an impossible life. Everybody say impossible life. When you look into the Old Testament and the New Testament, you will see people who ever God called, it was always into an impossible life. Abraham, Abraham, he said, come out of your family, your kindred, your people, and I will show you a land with, flowing with milk and honey, a land of blessing. He did not get any family support, but he stepped out. His father brought him till Haran or Haran, which means halfway. So there was no family support to step into that impossible life. God called him, but Abraham stepped out. Rest is history. He became the father of nations. So every time you take a step into something impossible, don't expect everybody to come with you. Jesus said, come. Peter said, if it is you, Lord, call me. 
it is you, Lord, I want to come. Jesus said, come. But when he calls you, always know that you'll be alone. When you look at David, he did not get any family support. He was forsaken behind the scene. He was behind the scene. Anybody who has got a calling in their lives will always be behind the scene. When God called David out, he was a young shepherd boy. Impossible. And said, I have anointed you king over Israel. Can you imagine? To believe a shepherd boy to think that he is a king over Israel. But he stepped out. You see, if, if you say so, so be it. Just imagine calling one of you and say, God is saying, you are going to be the next prime minister of India. Will you believe it? We would, we would look at through three people, smile and say, Amen, Amen, Amen. We'll forget about it. But David believed it, that he will be the king. Wow. Hallelujah. So he stepped out into the impossibility. You look into the New Testament. Some of them did not get the family support. When you look at John chapter 9, there was a person, God healed him of blindness, who was blind from the, 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 the time he was born. And everybody knew he was blind. Everybody knew Jesus healed him. But his family was not willing to stand with him and tell him that, see my son, if I were, I mean, if it was my son, I would have told the whole wide world. See, he was born blind, now he can see. But his family said, if you want to ask him, you ask him. He's of age, let him see. Let him, let, let him tell you who healed him. They did not want to participate in that miracle. He did not get a family support. But he did not say, I don't want my healing. He did not say, take it back. Come on somebody tonight. When God does something for you, you might be alone. But you don't have to, hallelujah, worry. You don't have to fear. You don't have to take a step back. Hallelujah. There is a life ahead of you. Hallelujah. There is an impossible life. If God has done it once, He will do it again. If He, hallelujah, all our lives we have to pray shall be, hallelujah, stories of impossibilities. Hallelujah. We believe in the first time God does something. Then we forget that we are following a God of miracles. Just impossible life. Then he did not get his religious support. The moment he told the religious folks that he got healed, he was put out of his religion. So sometimes you are alone. You will be put out of the family. You are put out of the religion. In Luke chapter 7, there was a woman who was a sinner. Who did not have a good, you know, who, who most of the Bible scholars say she was an immoral woman. But she came for forgiveness to Jesus and Jesus forgave her. And immediately, people want to put her down. People want to say, hey, what, so, what sort of Jesus is this? Touching an immoral woman. And Jesus said, whoever forgiven much loves me much. So sometimes, even when you receive the Lord into your life, you will feel a transformation. You will feel somebody touching in a way in love. Jesus touching you in a way nobody has touched you. Jesus understanding you. Nobody understands you. But always remember, when you step out for Jesus, sometimes it will be always be alone. And you don't have to fear. You cannot take the entire, hallelujah, 
Bangalore with you. You cannot take the entire society with you. Every religious folks will not stand with you. But you know who healed you. You know who touched you. You know who picked you out of that garbage. His name is Jesus, the lover of our soul. The, hallelujah. In John chapter 5, verse 7, there was a man who was paralyzed, who, 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 who heard that this is a miracle tank. This is a miracle pool. That if when angel stirs up the pool, if you get out, you get into that pool, he'll get healed. But the Bible says, there's nobody who's there to help me to get into the pool. Again alone. Sometimes friends are not there. Your closest friends who talked with you are not there when it comes to your miracle. But then Jesus came. Jesus is your heart. Sometimes the closest people forget you. Oh, But Jesus will not forget you. Hallelujah. Jesus sees your heart. Jesus wants to get into that. Jesus more than you want to help you to move into that impossible life. Who would have thought that Jesus himself would come to make his healing available and real? Over 30 years he sat there. He would have gotten tired. Some of us said, oh, will Jesus ever come back? Will Jesus ever heal me? Jesus ever answer? Will my situation ever change? But this man believed. If nobody was there, somebody will come. If nobody is there, something can. God can do something. Expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. Can you imagine this man sat there for over 30 years? Believing. One day I'll also be healed. He was alone, nobody, no friends was not there. But Jesus came. The number first thing is, always know, Jesus will always ask you to step out into an impossibility. Hallelujah. If it's an impossible life, He will come and help you. If you don't need Him, He would not come. When you know that this is only can be solved by the Savior, the miracle worker, the master, he will come because he will not leave you nor forsake you. He shall be with you till the end of the ages. More than you, he knows that you need him. I remember years back when I started this ministry. Initially, I thought, oh, I can do this. I can just start a church and everything will go. You know, it's easy. But then I came to that wits and I said, oh my God. I really need to take this forward. Every stage. But I come to a realization that God called me alone. I needed to stick with Him. And more than any other year, I know for now that I need more than I ever thought in 20 years back when this ministry was started. I've come to that realization that it is still me and the Lord. Hallelujah. Still me and the Lord. I need Him more than yesterday. I need Him more today than I've never, I've ever known Him for the last 20 years. It is me and the Lord. So the first thing, number two, inevitability. The second eye, second eye is inevitability. That is if you keep your eyes on the Lord, it is a miracle walk. If you take your eyes away from the Lord, it's a bad fall. It's inevitable. You will fall. 
Can you imagine Peter falling when Jesus is standing so close to him? Can you imagine Jesus, that somebody is able to fall, able to sink while Jesus is still standing so close to him? What do we learn from that? If you take your eyes away from the Lord, Jesus can be so still close and you still can fall. You can be in the church, you can be in the choir, you can be in the pre-ministry, but if you take your eyes from the Lord, it doesn't matter who you are, anybody can fall. But here is the good news. If you call unto Him, Hallelujah, you can't, you can't drown when Jesus is so close. Hallelujah. You can fall, but if you call unto Him, while Jesus is so close, He will not allow you to be drowned. Hallelujah. He will pick you up. The Bible says immediately, Jesus picked you up. There are immediate deliverances some of you need here. How many of you know God will help you immediately? Hallelujah. The help of His countenance is here. Ask the Lord to help you. Ah, cry out to Him. The Bible says immediately, 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 there's an immediate anointing to lift you up immediately hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah the expert swimmer is always next to you when you have the expert swimmer next to you you cannot be drowned number three it was, there was an invisible way. There was an invisible way there. Hallelujah. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, you will find an invisible way revealed in front of you. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, it's an impossible step of faith, number one. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, If you keep your eyes on Jesus, the inevitable will not happen. But if you take your eyes from Jesus, you will fall. Number three, if you keep your eyes on Jesus, an impossible way will open. Impossible way. I like somebody said, suddenly the water became ice. Here is a man, some, some people say, how is Peter walking on water? The water became ice. That's what will happen. The water will become ice. There will be a way that will open up for you. The loss of the nature will for a moment will submit to God. The loss of the nature. Imagine the water in a lake becomes ice. The loss of the nature responding to your need. Even the loss of the nature will change. Praise the Lord. But, but, but there was a time, Peter, I mean, disciples and Jesus was going to the other side. There was a storm. Jesus said, storm, calm down. That was not a storm that came to, that came to calm down. It's like a tsunami that is going to hit you and suddenly saying, calm. And it, it, it just, it's just going back. So the loss of the nature cannot touch you. God will make a way even everything is against you. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Water became ice. 
there was an invisible way when you look to jesus god will open up an invisible way nobody can see that way but there will be a way praise the lord in the water the red sea the red sea parted there was a way by faith the bible says israelites crossed the red sea crossed the red sea in the midst of that big big water there was a way that appeared because they chose to cross it by faith can you imagine can you imagine there people front they're looking they're looking at the the, the red sea when they're lo- trying to go back they are seeing egyptians pharaoh and the army trying to attack them when you look around they are seeing the mountains around they're trapped i don't know how many of you are trapped in your life today you're trapped there's nothing there is nothing appearing and suddenly when you look around there is nothing when you look ahead it's red sea when you look behind army is coming to attack you the only place to look was to look up hallelujah when they looked to jesus they looked to god and stepped out there was a way that opened up hallelujah praise the lord hallelujah some of you are trapped around by the life's disadvantages trapped around by life's challenges trapped around by something that nobody can find a solution the other day i was trapped around by something which i could not get out of sometimes it's a legal case sometimes a betrayal by somebody who you really loved somebody sometimes it's a conspiracy against you you feel really trapped your reputation is in stake sometimes your money is at stake what to do lift up your eyes for your redemption comes from above lift up your eyes your help is on the lord suddenly you will see god opening up an impossible way hallelujah and you will be able to cross forward cross forward hallelujah without any fear by faith they crossed over amen hallelujah number 4 bible says immediately immediately the lord lifted peter up immediately always understand you plus jesus impossible things happen if you close say close to jesus immediate miracles happen if you stay close to jesus great miracles happen it's what you are expecting from jesus that's what matters what are you expecting today are you expect me to finish the sermon that's all that you will see <laughs> you will see in another 10 minutes i finish it off that's all that you will see but if you are expecting the lord to immediately do something for you heal you deliver you release you he will do it according to what you believe hallelujah when i pray for certain people they immediately heal because they expected they came to get healed they did not come to get me prayed they came to get healed why are you here are you come to get healed have you come to get your answers from the lord you will get it 
it's uh, your current your your, your 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 credit card is faith the currency will come the currency will come but you have to put it inside the currency will come so what do we learn what do we learn from this number 1 he still interested even when i fall he's interested in me even when i fall he's interested in me even when i fall number 1 you see you plus jesus impossible things happen number 2 he's still interested even when you fall some people because you had a disadvantage a setback you think or oh, you made a mistake you made a mess you think god is not interested in you always understand god always likes to be engaged with you i am a father i help my children when they fall i am more close to them when they fall i'm always engaged with them so i make sure that i'm always there to lift them up lift them up lift them up i'm more close to them when the when they're more in a disadvantage in the same way don't think that god is happy when he sees you tired and he sees you in a setback he, he he's he's saying oh i should have told you you should have obeyed me now you learn a lesson that that's not the heart of god god is always engaging with you jesus is always engaging with you he's always trying to bring the best out of the situation he's always trying to see how he can help you hallelujah glory to god even if you have taken your eyes away from him he's trying to see how to make you a faith man again how to stir up your faith again how to bring you back again how to love you again how to make you realize that he loves you again uh. doubting thomas he did not call him a doubting thomas we called him people called doubting thomas he didn't He said do you want to touch me and believe touch me and believe touch me isn't it amazing it was that touch that made him an apostle we called him doubting thomas god said touch me and believe and he said blessed are the ones who doesn't see yet believe it but he said if you want to touch me some of you say i'm so discouraged i need to touch him and believe touch <laughs> then only believe see your miracle then only believe one great rock star once came and he said i don't i am an atheist i don't believe that all this god this that thing is there but then he made a small prayer said if you actually exist like this you know whoever this pastor or whoever says this if you actually exist let, let me see you and he saw the lord the lord revealed him from rockstar he became jesus star so he just that sometimes you have to be real with him you have to be real you say lord if i see my miracle i believe i've seen prayed for many people and they only believe because they saw the miracle but he said blessed are the ones afterwards he said blessed are the ones who in other words he's saying now you believe you see and believe but there are days are coming uh, i'm going to take you into another level but next time you don't need to see me you will know that i'll work for you hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord amen hallelujah
Stotram, blessed be the name of Jesus. Number three, your faith is always supported by three things. Number one, it is supported by God's grace. The Lord said in Luke chapter 1, when Mary was a young girl and He said, God sent an angel and announced her, you're going to have a baby. But not knowing a man, your Holy Spirit will come upon you and the virgin will conceive and give birth to Jesus. Highly favoured. <laughs> she said, oh my God. You mean to say that I'm not going to know a man? I'm engaged with Joseph and everybody is going to say that I, uh, you know, the community will say that I became unfaithful with somebody. All the stories will come out. You mean to say that I'm going to be conceived? But then the Bible says, she believed. She believed. How can you believe such a thing? What made her believe? Some of you think, how am I going to believe? Pastor is giving first service, second service, this, that. How am I going to believe? It's the grace of God. You can't believe. You have to trust God's grace. You, 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 your capacity, your experiences, your, your, your intellect will say, don't believe it. But there is grace of God. In other words, you say, Lord, I can't believe it, but, but I trust you. I trust your grace. I trust your favor. I believe your, your, your grace can do this, Lord. I'm not worthy, but I'm not perfect, but I believe. That is God's grace that you asked of the Lord. Some of you think, Lord, there are so many things that is going in my life, things that I, I don't understand. I don't know how I ended up here. And the Lord is telling, it's okay, don't worry. Don't worry. He says, okay, I believe. That's God's grace. Your faith is always supported by the grace of God. Number two, it is supported by God's love. Your faith is not alone. The Bible says in 1 John 3, 1, what a manner of love that God has given to us that we shall be called the sons of God. What a manner of love. When God's love becomes real, you will believe anything. What manner? What manner of love is this? Who can love me like you do? Who can love and set me free like you do? What a manner of love. What, 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 a, what did I do to deserve it? Nothing. Ah. I remember somebody who was a drug addict. I remember sitting in the room alone, messed up the entire life and sitting there lonely, alone. And I had his phone number in my pocket for a long time. That particular time that he was messed up, he was alone, he's a Muslim, some of you know him. He was sitting in, inside his room. The mother is a Hindu, his father is a Muslim and here is a boy who had a touch from the Lord when he was very young and suddenly sitting in the room and suddenly thinking everything is over. I messed up everything, no money, absolutely nothing. He lost his job, everything. And at that point of time, I've never seen him but I was ignited by the Holy Spirit. I was praying and I was reminded that this young boy's number is inside my room. And, I, and, it, and suddenly I called him and first ring he picked up. 
I didn't know what he was going through. But the moment he heard my voice, he knew the Lord is in charge. He knew this could not have happened if it was not God's love. From there, the Lord lifted him up. He received Jesus Christ as his Lord. He gave his life to Jesus. Now he is having one of the best jobs anybody can get. He's flying around the world for the glory of Jesus Christ. He's ministering to every person. Why? God's love. If you tell him, don't believe in God, he will laugh at you. Because the love of God gives you the faith. The love of God. Your faith is supported by God's grace, God's love. And lastly, Jude chapter 1, somebody read for me, 124 to us. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Amen. He is able to keep you from falling. Your faith is supported by His ability. You might fall, but Bible says He is able to keep you from falling. He is able to keep you from failing. He is able to keep you. You are not always going to be perfect, but somebody is able to keep you. He is able. I am not able to walk my Christian faith. I will fall anytime. But He is able. I can fail anytime. But He is able. Greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. I might have many challenges, but He is able. I will never say, I can stand. I will always say, He will keep me. I came to the city when I was 17 years old. If you ask me for the last 23 years, how did I stand? He kept me. Hallelujah. I could never say that I stood. He kept me. My faith was in His keeping. My faith was in His ability. How am I standing here today? He kept me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is able to keep you. His ability will keep you from falling. Can you read that again? I want to bring one more point. Now to Him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory with exceeding joy. Hmm. There's a better version. I have a better version. It says, Now to Him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of His glory without blemish and with great joy. To the only God our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, power, authority before all the time, now and forever. He is our Savior. The Lord is revealing Himself as our Savior. To know Him as our Savior. That word comes from a Greek word, zozo means restoring God. When you know that He is the God who is able to keep you, 
is our good savior who is your savior when you make jesus christ as your savior he restores everything back to you everything that you thought that you have lost god restore it back to you hallelujah who is able to keep me from save falling the savior god the one who is the power to restore even even things that i've lost it's all in his hand he will he said i will i will keep you the restoring god the zozo god will keep you so we don't have to worry today we don't have to worry about our life bible says in matthew chapter 6 we don't have to worry about our life we don't have to worry about our life why because the lord our savior has our salvation healing well being protection all wrapped up in one god his name is jesus christ our savior i will not i don't have to worry about my health because healing is with him it's freely available i don't have to worry about my financial problems my 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 money is with him his supply is with him is my source i don't worry about my relationship problem he's he my my relationship breakthroughs are with him he's my savior when he saved me he saved me holy i mean in wholeness hallelujah so today you don't have to worry you don't have to worry so this is the word keep your eyes on jesus and you don't have to come into a place of any lack if you are lacking his saving grace his saving love will keep on supplying in our faith faith walk you will see the more insufficiency sir the more supply you see the more insufficiency you you feel the more keep your eyes on the lord because the supply is never ending is never ending supply today most people are fearful are worried because they think that the supply will stop the supply will not stop keep your eyes on jesus the supply will keep flowing the supply of your faith supply of your financial breakthrough supply of your relationship breakthroughs it will keep flowing it will keep flowing if you look to jesus that's why he says he is a wise and good savior he'll keep filling you hallelujah so if this evening if you're lacking something ask the lord to give you a fresh supply let's close our eyes in prayer hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord